Hello and welcome to Empire Builders, the place for entrepreneurs, business owners and experts who want to build an epic empire. I'm Nick James and thanks for joining me here today. Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to present to you our headline speaker, closing out Expert Empires Global, Lisa Nichols! Oh my God, giving you a big virtual hug, brother. A big virtual hug. So amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for bringing me uh, to pour into this dynamic, amazing tribe of individuals. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your commitment to growth. Thank you for being willing to be here at Expert Empires Global to really understand how do we grow? How do we expand? How do we do better, be better in this climate? How do we make that happen? How do we play full out? Um, Nick, thank you so much. I had the pleasure of being with beautiful, beautiful Miss Nikki, uh, Miss Nikki V. I was like, that sounds like a name that should just like be all over the world. Um, I had a, the pleasure of being with some of the the beautiful all access uh, past students, uh, Anika and, and Susie and Cheryl and Laura and Joe and Rosh. So thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. Um, I, I wanna share with you, and first let me just say, Nick, the words you said about me, I always think back and I look at the, the way people reference me and my heart expands. My heart expands because while everything you said, I own that, brother. I own it. I own the time with um, some of the best leaders on the planet. I, I own the opportunity to coach uh, celebrities how to turn their platform, their celebrity platform into a speaking platform. I own having a global brand and a global business. I own you know, touching, thank God, you know, over 80 million people a year with our brand, even in this pandemic, I own that. I listen to you and I go, wow, yeah, I own that. But I also am very clear. The reason why I have so much gratitude is because I also own the fact that I'm the same woman that was in the government's assistance line in 1994. I'm the same woman that was broke and broken trying to figure out my life. I'm the same woman who didn't have pampers to put on my son. And when I went to the ATM to get $20 out to buy him pampers, it said insufficient funds. Just raise one hand if you've had that message before. I don't know why they need me to have 20 in to get 20 out. I see you, Dan. I see you, Michelle. I see you, Amanda. I see you. Just type in chat. Let me know. I'm, I'm watching you in chat if that's you. And I stood there at the ATM. Have you ever been here? Let me know if you've been here. I stood here at the ATM saying, well, what am I going to do? Because I need $20 to get my son Pampers. You, you just don't know where it's going to come from. I went home and I wrapped my son Jelani in a towel for two days. 
And I remember wrapping him in a series of towels. And on the second day, I put my hand on his stomach and I said, I don't know if you guys have made this declaration in a different way, a different scenario, but I said, don't worry, Jelani, mommy will never be this broke or this broken again. How many of you guys have made that declaration? I made the declaration. So while I listened to you, Nick, and while I listened to all the beautiful souls that I was in the Q&A with, and while I listened to the people read my bio, I'm, I never forget Amanda, Tony. I never forget Paul. I never forget Ian. I never forget the choice I made that day, James. This, I will never be this broke or broken again. And I was willing, Tracy, Medea, I was willing to go learn what I needed to learn, know what I didn't know, and oh, by the way, do what I hadn't done yet to become the woman I am today. So I stand in front of you honored. I stand in front of you grateful. I'm committed. I'm committed to teach as many people as possible how to turn your gift, your talent, or your desire into something magnificent for you. Carrie, if it's something you want to do, then let's go gather the tools. Let's go gather the courage, Paul. Let's go gather the team, James. Let's go gather what we need to gather to do what we have to do to be the person we've always known ourselves to be. I just came for that. Is anybody interested? I just came for that. I came to see, are you willing? Now, not everyone's willing. Some people love, they love the dream, but they don't want to do. I'm not here to talk to you. If you're just here to hang out with movers and shakers, but you're not ready to do it, artists, if you're not ready to do it, Susie, then let's make another decision. And I see the tears already. I came for you. I came for you, Taruna. I came for you, Kay. I came for you because somewhere in our journey, we all sitting, Rachel. And so I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to impart Steve. I'm grateful to impart Sue. Uh, some of what I know, Will, some of what I learned. I'm grateful to impart what helped me grow a, a multi-million dollar global business. I'm grateful to impart what I did wrong when I was in my darkest moments of breakdown, Candace. I'm grateful because we learn from each other. But here's the charge I'm gonna put on you. Before I share another word, what Violet, what Sarah, what Samantha, what Jenny are you willing to do when you know more? What are you willing to do? And I'm not saying to go after. Sometimes the question is, what are you willing to let go of so that you can go after what you want? Anyone know what I'm talking about? One hand up. That sometimes before you can hold on to something new, Jason, Jackie, Jennifer, Jilly, Tom, you got to be willing to let go of an old mindset. Let go of an old belief system. Let go of old habits. In some cases, let go of an old relationship that doesn't serve you anymore. I'm just saying, I'm not here to tell you what it is. I'm here to ask you, are you willing to be radical? Someone type in chat, I'm willing to be radical. Are you willing to be non-negotiable? I'm asking you, are you willing? Because if you just want it a little bit and you're not willing to be radical and you're not willing to be non-negotiable, then this probably ain't gonna work out for you. I'm just telling you, somebody gotta give you the sober and truth. Because at some point, it's going to cost you radical. At some point, it's going to cost you non-negotiable. And after the year we just been through, we probably are in it right now. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Alex. I'm just saying, Jane. I'm just saying, Orla. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I had to touch my non-negotiable last year. I had to touch my radical last year. I had to touch my no matter what last year. I had to touch it again this year. I'm probably going to need to touch it again before the year is up. And so I stopped by. I stopped by to pour into your soul, Sarah. I stopped by to pour into your soul, Rosemary. 
time. I stopped by to agitate and disrupt any form of mediocrity, Simone. I stopped by to make you mildly to moderately to, significant, to significantly uncomfortable in any form of mediocrity, Wendy, Debbie, Badlin. I stopped by. The message for today is the secret of su success in the time of pivot. And what I realize is that there's, there's two key things that I've worked on um, for the last 23 years. And one was more unconscious. And so I, just like I did in the VIP room, I wanna share with you just a few of the things that I have used as my, uh, let's say superpowers. <laughs> let's just say superpowers, because when you know you have a superpower, Eddie, Yvette, Michelle, Sharon, when you have a superpower, Linda, and you put your superpower into action and you do that superpower bet long enough, Terry, long enough, your superpower makes you a superhero. I see you, Eddie. <laughs> your superpower makes you a superhero. And so I, I've never set out to be a superhero or ladies, dare I say, a superhero. I set out to transform lives. And when Nick gave me the accolades and I, I said I got there because I was committed to transform lives. So number one, I want you to take notes. I want you to be always committed to speak, to inspire, not to impress. I want you to show up to do what you do to inspire and transform, not to impress. And allow the, the accolades and the success to be a byproduct of extraordinary service. I'll say that again. Allow the revenue, allow the business growth, allow the year over year growth to be a byproduct of service, great service. I sat with Suzanne DePass once in 2005. Suzanne DePass was the former president of Motown Records. Y'all know, some of y'all know, gotta be closer to my age and know Motown Records. And Suzanne DePass told me this. She said, Lisa, you can make millions selling the sizzle on a steak when the steak ain't even that good. Woo! I was like, I don't know what that means, ma'am, but I'm gonna put that in my back pocket. I was very young at the time. I was very young at the time. She said, Lisa, you can make millions selling the sizzle on a steak when the taste of the steak isn't even that good. Here's what I want you to be committed to, Lisa. Make millions on the sizzle and then make sure the taste, the steak tastes extraordinary, Katie. And so I wanna share with you a few things on how how did I build my speaking empire? Because it wasn't by accident. It wasn't by hookup. I still haven't gotten my hookup. I don't know where a hookup comes from. I had to create it. And I'm sure I did a lot of things harder than what I needed to do. I'm sure I did them lonelier than I needed to do them. Anybody know about that? Solopreneur, entrepreneur, lonelypreneur. Raise your hand. Type your name in chat. Just let me know. You master doing it by yourself, Alex. I see your hand up, sis. I appreciate that. And so I want to share with you Sola, I want to share with you, Janice, Danita, some of the things I unconsciously knew. So I had 17 unconscious competencies, 17 techniques that I would do on stage all the time, Chantel. And I didn't know I was doing them, Max. I didn't know Asma I was doing them. And so I want to share with you just a few, because one of the, re one of the ways I built my speaking empire, Asma, one of the ways, Prashina, one of the ways, Nikki, I built it, was that every time I got on stage, Claudine, something happened to the audience, boom, 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 boom. So even though, Jamie, I wasn't necessarily the best CEO. Anybody know about that? 
Anybody know, like, I'm good at my technique, but that whole CEO part, I'm still getting better at that. The reason why my, I always say my business survived in spite of me at times. And the reason why, <laughs> Jamie, you know what I'm talking about? Like, it, 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 it survived in spite of me. But the reason why, Andrew, Steve, Doug, the reason why was because my unconscious competencies of what I was doing on stage or in front of the television camera or in front of the, the interview was so powerful, Adam, that new people kept coming in. And so I never had a chance to go broke. I never had a chance to disappear. I never had a chance to, to completely fall out. I never had a chance because the, the, the end route, the end route was so powerful, meaning the way I speak. So I wanna start with some of my speaking ability and what happened as a speaker and what happened and what I was using, some of the unconscious competence that I turned to my conscious competence. And now I wanna teach you some of my conscious competence. The VIP room, they're already salivating because I gave them some because of the questions they asked. Um, you wanna know, and if you are a business owner of any type, your mouth is the front door. Your mouth is the front door to your business. Your brand is the front door to your business. You don't have to wanna be a platform speaker. You don't have to wanna be on stage like Lisa Nichols or Nick or Miss Nikki or Les Brown or Tony Robbins or, 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 or Oprah, Oprah or you don't have to wanna be on stage. You don't have to wanna be there. But if you want people to see you, be inspired by you, come to you, then you must manage the brand and the oration. And so I wanna teach you a couple of my superpower behind the black curtain techniques. And then we'll talk about some of the other things. But I wanna teach you a couple of things. I have 17 competencies that I teach my students when they step on my campus to really go from good to unforgettable. Most people are good speakers. Raise your hand if you know you're a good speaker. You're, I'm a good speaker, I'm a good speaker. Raise your hand if you know I'm a good speaker. Raise your hand if you say, I wanna be a good speaker. I really want to be. I see more hands going up there. More hands going up, right, right. And then raise your hand if you go, dare, dare I be bold enough to say, I want to reach for extraordinary. I want to reach for extraordinary. Now, let me tell you, and that's not about ego, because when you are extraordinary, people come to you and now you can teach them transformation. You can teach them education. You can help change their lives. You can help change their lives. When you bring them in, then you can do whatever. I wanna help people. I wanna transform people. I wanna do things, but they don't come. They're not coming in the grows you want because we need to work on the speaker ability, the, ma the magnet. Do we all agree? Do we see that? Type in chat if you know, I understand. Just let me know in chat. There's a lot of hands going on, a lot of people here. And so I wanna teach you So Okay, great, great. I see you, Grace. I see you, Cheryl. I see you, Nikki. I see you, Joe. I see you, Tracy. All right, good. Essie, Seren. Okay, Helen. Okay, great. I wanna know you're with me. And so I'm gonna teach you just a couple of things and then we're gonna work on your soul because um, I, I haven't launched this program yet. It doesn't even exist. But where I'm going is when my soul speaks, here's what it would sound like. Woo, isn't that juicy? Robin, I see you smile. Deb, I see you. When my soul speaks, you don't want people to meet your intellect. You don't need them to meet your ego or your she-go. You need them, John, to meet your soul. Philip, you want them to meet your soul. Raheem, you want them to meet your soul. And then you want to share with them what you know. You want people to love you 
and follow you and be loyal to you, they will never be loyal to what you know. They'll be loyal to what you feel, what you make them feel, where you make them go. And I'm, when I say that, I'm talking about your children. <laughs> I'm talking about your in-laws. I'm talking about your husband, your wife, your friends. This isn't exclusive to client. This isn't just business because who you be in your personal world will always show up in your business world. I'm just saying, anybody know what I'm talking about? You guys are all frozen. Nick, they're like, oh my God, this woman is intense. Oh my God, yes, I am. Grace, he invited me knowing, Nicola, that I was this intense, Alexander. <laughs> Glenn. So the first technique I want to teach you, now I'm going to teach you some fast techniques. We got a lot that we're going to do here together. But <laughs> Helen says, no, you are amazing. Thank you so much. I got so much. I'm so on fire about this in this season. I don't need to be, and I so appreciate what Nick said, I don't need to be Michael Jordan on the on the speaking court anymore. And for a while, I, I loved it. Oh, my God. And who wouldn't love it? Who wouldn't love being a Michael Jordan? Who wouldn't love being a Kobe Bryant? Who wouldn't love being a LeBron James? Who wouldn't love being someone who's at the top of the game and everyone's acknowledging that? And I got to tell you, as when Oprah acknowledged it and Steve Harvey hired me to coach him, and then Larry King acknowledged it, then Phil, 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 what's his name? Phil? Dr. Phil, I, that's why I don't know the last name because it's doctor in front of it, just Dr. Phil. When all of these people acknowledged it, I felt good. But then I started praying about six years ago, Ian, with, okay, this is cool, I'm getting bored. Like, have you ever got bored of your own greatness? Like, okay, this is, other people are impressed with this. I need to do more. How many of you, you've played at the top of your game long enough to say, this is the top of my game to you? but it's not the top of my game to me. And I don't know what that looks like, but this is not it. Come on, you guys, type in chat if that's you. Let's just be honest. I see you, Gilly, thank you. I need to see hands going up. When I do this, this is a cue to y'all. Play with me. All right, thank you, Nikki, wave, yeah, wave. Hey, ho, let me know. There you go, John, there you go. I wanna see, we're in a conversation, y'all. This is not a performance. This is not a performance, this is a conversation. I see all the yes, I see it. Okay, thank you, Rosemary, thank you, Shannon. I, I felt like I was at the top of my game, I wasn't, I'm not saying I was better than everyone else. I'm not saying that Cordelia, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is I knew that I had, I was at, I was at the top of my game and I prayed a different prayer. I said, God, what do you want me to do right now? I've gotten here. I've built a multi-million dollar business. My son has his dream life. We're no longer broke or broken. I'm traveling the world, I, all this. Now, what can I do? Cause I don't want to just coast. Anybody with me? I don't want to just coast. I want to play full out while I'm here. When I go to rest in peace, I want to rest in peace because I played full out. So five years ago, I said, God, what should I be doing? And this is what I heard in my prayer time. And I'm not here to impose my belief system on you. Whatever you call, I said, God, what should I be doing? And what I got back in my soul, Steve, what I got back, Paulette, was you've been Michael Jordan for a long time. It's time to stop being Michael Jordan and it's time to become Phil Jackson. Now, for those of you who don't know, Phil Jackson was Michael Jordan's coach. Michael Jordan has six uh, rings. Phil Jackson has 11 because he's built 11 teams. And so I got into this place where all I want to do is build great speakers, build great coaches. build. And so then I started looking at what am I doing, bringing from my unconscious to my conscious so that I can teach you. So number one, write this down. These are super techniques to help you connect with people sooner, quicker, faster. And when you connect with them, all of a sudden they will look at you to choose you. 
in whatever way. Now you have to make a promise to me. Type in chat, I promise, after I tell you what the promise is. Promise me that you will use your new superpowers for good. Come on, you guys, promise. I see the promises. Please use them to serve people, not to, not to manipulate them because they are superpowers. Right? Okay, great. I need to see the promises. Promise, promise, promise. Cat said, promise, 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 promise. Thank you very much. Somebody still hasn't typed yet. I need you to type that while I'm talking. Thank you very much. All right. So the first superpower is called the audience connection formula. Now, I'm, we're doing everything to touch people stronger, quicker, faster, more powerful. So the first one is the audience connection formula. Now, there was a time in my life when um, I didn't believe that I can be as big as I wanted to be. I just doubted that. We have a tendency to have a dream and then doubt the dream. Have you ever, by show of hands, had a dream and then immediately began to think, I don't know if I could do that? Raise your hand if that's you. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. So I just did the audience connection formula on you. Did anybody see what I did? Did you see what I just did? I, at times, I've wondered, can I grow as big as I want to grow without leaving some people behind? We are so committed to keeping our tribe connected to us that sometimes we stagnate our own selves. Raise your hand if you've ever, have you ever slowed down so you didn't leave somebody, Shannon? Raise your hand. Type your name in chat. Okay, I just did it to you again, Steve. Did you see what I did? Okay, so this technique is so smooth, you guys. It's called Me, We, You. And me, we, you is your audience connection formula. Most speakers speak from the stage and they're speaking, hey, JP, love you, brother. They speak from the stage and they're saying, me, 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 or there's, I, this is my life. This is what I've done. Watch my life. It's amazing. You guys have all seen that type of speaker. And then other type of speakers say, Sam, you, Sapna, you, David, you, Kenneth, you need to do this life. And they're doing you, you, you. There's a magic that happens when you do me, we, you. The first part of that is there was a time when I, write that down. The second part is we have a tendency to. The third part is have you ever? What happens, Mark, when you do that is you're climbing the mountain with the people. They're climbing the mountain with you. We are not a dictatorship community society, global or otherwise. We are a movement society. We want movement together. Does that make sense, Laura? Does that make sense, Vicki? And when you let people know we're in this together, me, we, you. There was a time when I didn't trust my gifts, Nicole. I couldn't even see my gifts. I didn't want, I didn't want to see them, Samantha. My own gifts scared me. We have a tendency to see our light and then we dim our light so we don't scare away other people. Have you ever toned down your gift or your light, anybody, so that the people around you won't feel uncomfortable? Type in chat. Cammy says, I love this, so good. This is a superpower. I just did it again, Samantha. Did you see me do me, we, you? Now that I told you, you'll know. But this is so smooth, y'all, it's smooth like butter. It's smooth like butter. No one, no one knows about it. I like made it up. It's like an ugly name, me, we, you. But it's an audience connection formula. If you use me, then we, then you. What you're doing is you're putting yourself in the, in, in the equation. You're saying, we did this together. And then you're asking the audience, what about you? So now you're giving them a chance to look at themselves, right? And so me, we, you. That's number one, audience connection formula. If you start doing that tomorrow, 
on social media, you'll feel a difference. All of a sudden, Richie, all of a sudden, Sandy, people are like, ah, we're so much alike. I meet people all over the world, John, and they come up to me and be like, you're like my sister. I'm in Kazakhstan. I'm in in Ireland. And like 65-year-old white men come up to me and say, you're like my twin. (laughs) Why? And and I know they feel it because I did a lot of me, we, use, and they nodded. And they're like, no, we're alike. People want to see their likeness in you. People want to know they can trust you. They want to build credibility with you. And me, we, you helps that to happen. Good stuff? Number two. All right. Now, a lot of times as a speaker, coach, or service provider, we want to make money. There's nothing wrong with making money. Type in chat, money is a tool and a team member. Money is a tool and a team member. And money isn't the everything, but money is a tool and a team member. And you want to have strong tools and you want to have a lot of team members. I always say money is your army and you are the general, right? But you gotta, you, you have to know where money plays a part and you have to know when you're missing a bigger opportunity because of the money. So, so many times you're missing larger revenue opportunities for small dollars. I'm just gonna say that, type your name in chat if you know that you've done that. You miss, a, cause you want now money now. So you miss greater money later for small now money now. Any, I've been there. Anyone else been there? I've been there. And so I wanna teach you this technique. Yep, okay, Lydia says yes, Terry says for sure, right? So I wanna teach you this concept called non-monetary currency. Write that down, non-monetary currency. Now this is super important, Neil. This is super important, Annalie. This is super important. Non-monetary currency is what made my brand explode, you guys. Helen, there's no way I could have known. Now, mind you, this was not D, this was not conscious competency when it happened. This was an accidental success that I'm grateful for. But I want to now tell y'all so that it can become your conscious win, right? So I did the secret. Well, first, I did chicken soup for the soul. So I co-authored two Chicken Soup for the Soul books. Now I'm gonna tell you something that most people don't know. That when I co-authored Chicken Soup for the Soul, I made a quarter, Nick. Nick, you heard me right. I made a quarter on every book. But hold on, hold on, Neil. I didn't make a quarter on every book sold from the beginning. They had to earn back their $50,000 in book development first before I earned my first quarter, Nicole. My first check from Chicken Soup for the Soul was a whopping, normally your first check is your biggest check, you guys. My first check was $11.24. That was my check. So here's the deal. Non-monetary currency. Non-monetary currency, JP knows all about this. JP lives on the campus. He's one of the leaders on my campus. He's phenomenal. I love you, brother. You're absolutely breathtaking. Non-monetary currency are all the things you can get from offering free services that you can use to make greater money later. Write that down. Non-monetary currency are all the things you can get from offering free service that you can monetize later and make greater money later, Steve. I have passed up Victoria being paid for the opportunity to cash in on non-monetary currency. Because I trust me. Now write this down. In order for you to make non-monetary currency, you gotta trust you. 
You have to don, trust you, Jocelyn. Trust you, Hema. You gotta trust you. I'm gonna talk about that in a minute. You gotta trust you. Non-monetary currency. If you're on someone's stage and you wanna expand your brand, what's non-monetary currency? A shot list. Walk into an event, any event with your own photographer, get them off Craigslist and have them take pictures of you on stage, of you engaging, of you talking to people, ask the person hosting event, can I get some pictures? Show you in a great light with a great camera doing the thing you say you're gonna do. So that's a shot list. Cordelia, Kate, does that make sense? Does that make sense? Test, does that make sense? A shot list. Second, testimonies. We're so afraid to ask for testimonies. Joel, if you do a great job, ask for feedback. And oh, by the way, I don't ask for a testimony after I speak. I ask for a testimony before I speak. And I say this, Helen, if my keynote inspires your audience, if you feel like I delivered what you wanted, I made them feel the way you wanted, can you please give me feedback on video for just a minute, just one minute? Why do I ask for video? Because I can strip words off of a video, but I also can use a video. Does that make sense, Glenn? Alexander, does that make sense? So the first is make a shot list. Have a photographer come. And I didn't say have a photographer, Halstead, take pictures of you. I said make a shot list. Maybe I'm a control freak. I don't know. But I want you to see, I want to know the shot you're getting. Why? Because you want to set yourself up as an engaging person. So you're on stage and I say, listen, photographer, on the shot list, you're going to see when the audience's hands is in the air, take the picture. I told him that. So then, Rohit, I say, you guys, raise both your hands if you're ready for a big dream. Raise your hands. And then he knows to shoot. Now, my shot list gives me every angle of the kind of speaker I want to be. The other thing on your shot list is I'm going to, after I finish speaking, I'm going to talk to people. Can you take pictures of me up close? Because you want to show the world that I'm not afraid of connection and intimacy. Sonia. Now, I'm just doing this as a speaker. Everyone here is not a speaker. I know that. But you transfer it for whatever, you, Quentin, you want to show. Does that make sense? How do you do it online? I do it all the time online. I do it all the time virtual. You get on a screen. I just did it yesterday, you guys. I just graduated people from one of our speaker training courses and I wanted to get some content and some footage and some testimonies. And I told them, I'm gonna record this, I'm gonna use this later. They're like, okay, great. But I made up my shot list. I can make up my shot list now in my head. And so I, I put them, I put one person on speaker view. And while they're talking, I said, so what does life look like now that you are you went from a four to a five. She said, oh my God, my life is different. I already knew I was gonna capture that shot. Then I took it back to Valerie, gallery view. I said, how many of you guys are at least two, two levels better as a speaker? Raise both your hands. And they raised their hand. I know I'm gonna catch that on my shot list. Does that make sense, you guys? You also wanna get referrals, non-monetary currency. You wanna get referrals, ask for the business. Now I'm gonna talk about in a moment your self-esteem. I'm going to talk about your personal permission, because some of you, some people, some business owners won't ever grow because they haven't given you, you haven't given yourself permission to do the personal work so that your business can grow. But we'll talk about that in a moment. You want to ask for referrals. And again, Claudine, I ask for before I speak. If I give you value and if it feels good, would you be willing to refer me to two people? I don't just do general. I do a specific number because leaders like specificity. 
How many of us are like that? Raise your hand. You like specificity. Do I need to refer you to 15 people? Because that's too much. I make it a really small number. Can you refer me to two people that you think I can add value to their event? Notice how I'm always speaking to the benefit. I can add value to their event. I can add value to their audience. I can help them reach their goal. Always outcome driven. And the last, the last component of non-monetary currency, which should have all of you giving away your services for free in 2021. I'm not saying don't charge fee. I'm saying if you have four events, I want you to have 10. If four pay you, let the other six give you non-monetary currency. Anybody picking up what I'm putting down right now? Anyone getting what I'm saying? I'm saying fill your calendar up for free or for fee. Both can pay you. The last is B-O-R, right? B-O-R. B-O-R is back of the room. You got to trust that you're powerful, Boris, to know that you can maximize back of the room max. Maximize max. See how that flows? So B-O-R is back of the room. So back of the room is an opt-in or an offer. And sometimes you don't need to get paid to do something. You don't need you because you know you're so powerful that your back of the room will take care of itself. And a lot of times your back of the room will take care of itself even if you don't make an offer. You're electrifying enough, people will find you. When I was on Oprah, I didn't even have a website that said Lisa Nichols. Somebody else owned the Lisa Nichols name and they wouldn't sell it to me. And I didn't know, I, didn't, I couldn't get it. And I was on Oprah and I'm sitting between Jack Canfield and Reverend Michael Beckwith <laughs> with Oprah on the side. I'm the youngest, I'm nervous. But what I did was I gave such value in that room because I did audience connection. I did this other thing I'm about to show you right now. That's what really got it. I just showed it to Joe and everyone else. It's the super, super secret power. I did that on Oprah. Within 72 hours of being on Oprah, unlike anyone else that was on her stage that day, I received 9,782 emails. Who's counting? I was. Hello. The beginning of my beginning of my next level. I, I was blown away, but I didn't know why it happened. All I know is that it happened. And then everywhere I went, I would have this tsunami of people that would follow me. I still didn't know what was happening. It was a, uh, Esther, it was the craziest thing. It was like this unconscious competence. I didn't know what was happening. I just saw it happening everywhere. And then I said, hold on, let me become intentional about this. So your back of the room could be more valuable than whatever you would have gotten paid for a service. Does that make sense, you guys? So be okay with that. But you got to come in knowing the tool that you're bringing, knowing the advantage, knowing the, the blessing that you're going to be. So that's that non-monetary currency and audience connection formula. Again, what am I giving you? I'm giving you some of uh, just three techniques. That's all. I'm just going to give you three techniques. I got 17. I'm going to give you three. But if when you apply the three, you should see some things shifting for you. But you got to go deep in them. Don't just touch them. You got to go deep in them. All right, is this good for you? Type in chat, this is good for you. Give me a thumbs up if this is good for you. If this is giving you some value, I see some thumbs up. Okay, thank you, Janice. Okay, great. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Sharad. Thank you, Carrie. Okay, great. The last thing I call the valley technique. Now, again, when Nick asked me to speak, he said, Lisa, how did you build your speaking empire? I did a lot of things as a CEO. I was able to grow my business double digits every year for 16 years as a CEO and as a speaker. But a lot of it on the front part was because of my speaking. So I would be remiss if I didn't teach you some of these sticky techniques that makes the people that you're speaking to. Now you don't have to be on stage speaking. 
You can be at a networking mixer speaking. You can be online and they let you open up the line and have a conversation. You can speak in your marketing material, Joe. This is not just a keynote. This is your marketing material. These are your videos. This is everywhere where people touch your brand. You can use these techniques and it will make a difference. The last technique, which is the most powerful, so I want to wait, uh, hold this for last. It's, it's the most powerful that I'm giving you today. It's called the Valley Technique. And I just showed this to the VIPs. They were scribbling and making notes, right, Rosh? Right, Joe is, Joe is waving his signs because Joe got it. Matter of fact, Joe has it on his board. If you can see Joe's board, I showed Joe the Valley Technique. Joe wrote it down. We walked him through the process. And the Valley Technique is the, is the concept of speaking to the big you, Joe, you can point to the parts, as I said, speaking to the big you, your big accomplishments. And look at Rosh. Rosh is holding up his paper as well because he took notes. He made a wonderful valley. And the valley technique says, here's the technique. What you may know about me is the big you. The big you. You guys write big me. But what you might not know about me is, and then you go to an all-time low. And the reason why I'm so committed to serve you is because what I learned is, and then you go back up to your why. Most people will never give you a valley because speakers don't want to risk too much on stage. But when you give the valley, now watch, I'm going to actually do in real time what I just, I just taught you. And Joe is being a great Vanna White. You're just like, you're like the best Vanna White I've ever seen. Just stay there. It's amazing. Keep pointing. Big me. What you may know or you may not know about me is that my company went public five years ago. What you may not know about me is um, behind the scenes, I've coached some of the biggest brands in Hollywood on how to take their brand and how to take their words and how to build a personal development or business development, inspirational business. What you may not know about me is um, I live now in the Bahamas um, living the dream that I have for 16 years. But you also may not know that in 1997, I struggled being diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder and being diagnosed as clinically depressed. I remember sitting on the table, reading the prescription that said Prozac and Lisa Nichols. I never thought I'd see my name on the same page as a, with an antidepressant, but I did. And that was the day I asked my doctor, can I work on myself? Can I, can I work on getting myself back to myself? I forgot who I am. I forgot, I've forgotten who I am. Can I do that before I take the prescription? And I spent the next 30 days working on me. And it was when I turned my crawl into a walk and when I turn my walk into a run, and when I turn my run into a sore, that's when I decided I want to help other people do the same. And as a result, I teach people all around the world how to step into the next best version of yourself, how to not hold yourself hostage to your past, to not hold yourself hostage to your shame, to not hold yourself hostage to blame, uh, guilt, anger, and regret. I spend a lifetime now teaching others how to turn their crawl into a walk or turn their walk into a run or how to turn their run into a soar, which is why I'm so excited to be with you because some of you are already soaring. You just want to soar higher. 
And some of you can see the sore. You just want to get up there with what you see. And that's why I'm excited to be with you. You guys see Joe is pointing to the upper right hand corner because that's where I am right now. And so this technique, the valley theory, the valley technique. Thank you so much, Joe. You're wonderful. Thank you so much. The and I gave you a real valley. I gave you I'm, I'm never using art, artificial things. I was really diagnosed. I was really um, uh, I was really broken and, and sad at one of the highest points of my life after being uh, emotionally abused in a relationship. So the valley is it allows your audience to see you. So you start here when you're introduced, you allow them to see you here for a moment, you unpack it, write down the word, unpack the valley, but don't get stuck in it. The valley has to be a place you visit, it cannot have quicksand. You hear me, Wendy? You hear me, Debbie? You hear me? The valley has to be a place you visit. And the reason Stevie, Sarah, Jenny, most people, Rosemary, don't want to visit the valley is because you're not sure if you can get out. <laughs> right? <laughs> Come on, you guys. Show me a hand. That's so normal. That's so normal. Come on, you guys. Let me see your hands. Keep your hands up. Keep them up for a minute so I can see you. It's a lot of people here. Okay, great. I see your hands. Type your name in chat. Yeah. And so you, thank you, you can put your hands down, thank you. So you wanna have the structure. I just gave you the structure really fast, but no worries. Uh, um, Nick is going to give you a link to a free gift that I have and in the free gift, I explain it more, okay? Cause I know I'm giving it to you fast. So just relax, you're gonna get it. And so when you use these things, all of a sudden people meet your heart. People meet your soul. My question to you, are you willing to let people meet your heart? Are you willing to step into the divine assignment on your life? Are you willing to step up and say, I'm ready to be seen in all aspects of myself? I don't care whether you're teaching a technical skill set, are you teaching self-development, are you teaching marketing, are you I don't care what the topic is, people want to meet people, people want to be served by people. Are you willing to fall so in love with you, Will? So in love with you, Sharad? So in love with you, Steve, Farah, Kay? that you're willing to show me all of you and trust and allow me to choose. Are you willing? Are you willing to be radical? Are you willing to be radical and stand on the ledge and say, I'm so ready to leap. I'm so ready to leap, not because I trust that I'll always fly, but I trust that I'll always get back up. Are you willing? Are you willing to be contagious for somebody, Susie? Rachel, are you willing? Are you willing to challenge the small thinking? Are you willing to confront the thinking that says, I'm not good enough? Are you willing to confront the thinking that compares you to someone else? Someone's comparing themselves to Nick and you never leap because you think you can't be Nick. Newsflash, you can't be Nick, but you really do a really good you. I remember when Warner Brothers hired me and wanted me to be, do a talk show right at right before the year year before oprah retired and they were shaping me and they spent half a million dollars developing pilot shows with me they gave me a hundred thousand dollars just to not talk to anybody else and we spent all this time developing these pilots and they kept trying to coach me to do something different than what i would normally do james tony and finally i said amanda I said, I'm sorry, what is it that you're wanting from me? Because I'm giving you me and you keep trying to change me. And they said, well, we really want you to look and feel and kind of, you know, we want you to give us the Oprah vibe. I said, oh, Oprah was about to retire. 
and they wanted to replace Peter all that, all that energy on television. And I said quite comfortably, knowing that I was walking away from millions and millions of dollars, I said, if you want me to give you Oprah, I will fail you horribly every time. But if you're interested, I do a damn good Lisa Nichols. I mean, I really got her down. I really got her down. And you guys, this was in 2008. I hadn't amassed what a lot of people see now, but I was willing to risk it all to stay true to me. Are you willing? Are you willing to discover you and then share you with me? Are you willing to open your jacket and say, here's all of who I am. And I own all of that. I own my highs, I own my lows, and I own everything in between. Are you willing? For some of you, you're willing to own the low part, but it's not the light that you wanna own. Are you willing to own your brilliance? Are you willing? I'm asking this question because the brain operates differently when a question is asked to it. It tries to find the answer automatically. So this is a setup. I want your brain to kind of start jumping. At the risk, at the risk of surprising yourself with who you can become, will you take the leap to become that person? At the risk of nothing being familiar to you anymore, will you take that leap? The second part of what Nick wanted me to talk about was how do you continue to make an impact in the world in spite of the current condition, of the current restrictions, travel and events and otherwise. You stop worrying about travel and you get connected to people. More now, more than ever, people, they might not be shopping for a new car. They may not be shopping for new luggage to travel with. They may not be shopping for this or that, but they are looking for hope. That's what they're looking for. And if you know that who you are is a giver of possibility, a creator of possibility, a stirrer of possibility, then right now it's time to get up because you're up to bat more than ever. You're up to bat. And I ask you, are you willing to become non-negotiable about whatever you need to do? This is a real question, type it in chat. Are you willing to become non-negotiable about whatever you need to do so that you show up and serve? Or are there limitations on what you'll do before you show up and serve? Are you non-negotiable? Are you no matter what? Are you whatever it takes? Because if you're not yet, let's pack your bags and let's move from optional, Dan, to non-negotiable. Because when you move there, then you won't wonder how long will it take? How much will it cost? Can, who will I need to learn from? You're willing to do it no matter what. And when you become non-negotiable, you give the universe notice, Gary, because right now someone here, I'm not sure if it's you, if it is you, type your name in chat. Honesty is powerful. Someone here is still like on the fence like this, Kevin. Someone here, Tasmina, is still like this, Michelle. Like, I don't know. Do I want it? Sort of. Do I want it? Well, I'm not sure. Will my family accept me if I have it? I'm not sure. Will I have a relationship if I have it? What is it going to cost me? Come on, you guys. Come on, you guys. Thank you, Luis, for your honesty. Yes. Okay. I'm not, you're like this. And it looks like you're about to play double dutch. You know, double dutch when they're turning. And you know how they rock like this when you're about to jump in, Susie? You know how to do this. And you've been doing this, hello, for four years. 
You've been doing this for six years. Come on, you guys, tell the truth. Tell, come on, you guys, just talk about it. I see Alexandra, I see you're doing this and you're tired of doing this. You're getting yourself dizzy. You're, you're like, hold on, hold on. And the world is saying, jump in already. Come on, we need you. You guys like my visual? It's time to jump in. It's time to jump in. And it's time to jump in being willing to get it all wrong. Because I'd rather you get it wrong doing something. Get it wrong playing full out. Don't hold back, Steve. Don't give me your 70% because you want to make sure you're going to be okay. Give me your 100%. I need it. See, because somebody's out there watching you. Someone's waiting to meet you. Someone's waiting for you to cross their path. And it's not about the business, Will. It's about the life you're going to give them. Farah, it's about the hope you're going to give them. Somebody is waiting. And she might just be six years old. And he might just be 11 years old. And she might just be 19. And he might be 79. And they're waiting on you to cross their path. And they're waiting to watch your light. And they're waiting to see your life. And when they get a glimpse of your life, you give them hope. And when they see your light, your light shines on them and they see just a little bit more of themselves because they crossed your path. And your light was bright enough to let them see their own greatness. Come on, you guys. You are a manifestation of a number of opportunities and people who shine their light into you. Now it's our turn. So I stopped by today. I stopped by to call you to your greatness. I stopped by to agitate and disrupt any fear in your soul. I stopped by to push you over into non-negotiable, to jolt you over into no matter what. I stopped by to make sitting down. I stopped by to make playing small, small significantly uncomfortable for you. I stopped by for that, Jason. It's a setup. Rosie, it's a setup. I stop by because there's somebody waiting, Jenny. They're waiting. And guess what? When you do it all wrong, you'll be their blessing. Berna, you'll say, oh my God, Jilly, I could have did it so much better than that time. And they'll say, that's exactly what I needed. Your 50% is 100% of what somebody needs right now, Alex and Mary. And so I stop by. I stop by as your sister friend. I stop by to remind you that you woke up enough and nothing in 2020 or 2021 can stop the fact that you were built for such a time as this. There's a reason why you're on the planet, Rosh, right now. There's a reason, Tom, Mary, there's a reason, Stevie, there's a reason, Sarah, that you were born right now and you're not two and you're not 92, you're right in this window, perfect for service delivery, perfect for impact. There's a reason. A million people were born before us, millions will be born after us, but only you and I are here right now. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody, that's the truth. And so I close with this. I close with this. I buried my grandmother last month and I'm not, I'm not in lack because I released her. I'm in gain because of what she gave me while she was here. 
I'm in game. My grandmother says, well, let me let me say this. I took my grandmother to Oprah with me. And my grandmother, and someone came to hear this, just this story. My grandmother, <laughs> on the way to Oprah, she was calling all her friends on her new cell phone. And she talks really loud on her cell phone because she doesn't understand how there's no cord. She said, yes, Maybelle, we arriving at Oprah. Yes, we're staying at the Omni Hotel where the guests of Oprah Winfrey stay. She never said Omni Hotel without saying where the guests of Oprah Winfrey stay. Because my grandmother watched Oprah's show for 20 years and it always say the Omni Hotel where the guests of Oprah Winfrey stay. So she always said that. We get to the hotel, she's in the lobby. She calls another friend. Uh-huh, yes, Sarah Lee. Yeah, we at the Omni Hotel. Yeah, my granddaughter brought me. Yeah, the middle one. She never said my name. Like, Grandma, call me by my name, please. Yes, we're at the Omni Hotel where the guest of Oprah Winfrey stayed. We go to the room, and my grandmother in a room, and the Harpo Inc. team wanted to talk to me. So I leave, and I come back, and she said, baby, they came and they did this thing called a turn down. I said, yes, Grandma. She said, I like the turn down. The next morning we wake up, I'm excited because I'm going to see Oprah and I'm with my grandmother. I put on my jacket, I put on my shoes, I put on my purse, the driver calls and says, your Harpo Ink limo is here. I go to walk out the door and my grandmother says, wait a minute, go in there and make up your bed. Okay, I go and make up my bed. I go back, I put my purse on, Laura. I put my jacket on, Laura. I put my shoes back on because I took my shoes off while I'm making my bed because I had my shoes were, were shoes that hurt. So I had to take them off if I wasn't going to walk in. Let's be honest. But they were really amazing, Claudine. So I put my jacket back on. I went to go out the door. And my grandmother says, wait, go wipe out the sink basin. Matul, I'm like, wipe out the sink basin? Adam, what? I don't even do that at home. I go, Andrew. I'm wiping out the sink basin, cleaning out the sink basin. I pick my purse back up. Now I'm picking it up slow, Melinda. Dominique, my grandmother said, now leave her a tip. Robin, I'm like, leave her a tip? I did her, I did her whole job. She said, leave her a tip. I go in my purse, I leave her $3. She said, you make a lot of money. Leave her more money than that. Philip, I go down a little deeper, I leave her $10. As I'm walking out the door, and this is what I'm going to leave you with, because someone came for this. And when I tell you this part, let me know if this was what you came to hear. As I'm walking out the door, I turn to my grandmother and I say, Grandma, why did I make the bed and wipe out the sink basin and leave the woman a tip? She said, baby, because your great, great, great grandmother was a day worker. She was a housekeeper. And when people knew she was coming, they would leave their homes extra nasty. She said, as you continue to grow, you're gonna honor everybody and everyone around you. She said, and you left the tip because, watch this you guys, just hold on, hold on, hold on. You left the tip because when your great great grandmother received the tip, we got to eat meat that day. Hold on. She said, I know you think you're walking on this plush carpet. carpet at the Omni Hotel, where the guests of Oprah Winfrey stay. And I know you think you're walking on those red bottom shoes or whatever you got. She said, but in reality, what you're really walking on are the shoulders. 
of your great, great, great ancestors. You're walking on the shoulders of the people who knew that they would never stay at the Omni Hotel where the guests of Oprah Winfrey stay. They knew they would never be on national television. They only cleaned the house. They only built the house, but they never had a chance to be in the presidential suite of the house. So you're not just walking on the carpet, you're walking on our shoulders. And every time you step out that door, you're going to make us proud, baby girl. I just stopped by to remind you that you're not walking just on your business. You're not walking just on your message. You're not walking just in your world. You're walking on the shoulders of the people who believed in you, the people who did it so you can do it. And so you have to play full out, not just for you, but by golly, you got to play full out for them. I went on and went to the Oprah Winfrey show. I came home and when everyone asked me about the Oprah Winfrey show, I said, it was nice. Oprah was the icing on my cake. But my grandmama and that message that day, that was the cake. So I don't know who came to be fed by that cake, but playful out, playful out for those who are watching you. From the six-year-old to the 19-year-old to the 70-year-old to the 90-year-old to the ancestors. And as you, and I have a gift for you, Nick will share it with you. It just is a, an hour of how to be more unforgettable in front of people, more of this with some notes and some handouts and some stuff that makes it easier for you to remember. I just, my grandmother says, when you come, come bearing gifts. And what Nick doesn't know is for what any of you that decide you want to get that gift, I'm going to kind of section you guys off. Whoever comes in in the next three days, I'm going to kind of marker my, my database. And I'll turn around and do an open Q&A with you guys again down the line. I'm kind of busy for a few weeks, but I'll just make myself more available to you because the questions that I got in the VIP session were so rich and so real. And I could tell you're doing the work. As you continue to do the work, just know that I stand beside you. I stand beside you as your sister in prosperity and in possibility. And every time you hear me say on what one platform or another that I believe in you, it's because I do. And every time you hear me say, I love you, as odd as that seems virtually, it's because I do. I believe in you and I love you. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Empire Builders. Please subscribe, leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify, on other platforms, and uh, share the love, tell your friends. Remember till next time, the more you connect, the more you collect.